Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What do you got for me? What's wrong with you people? I got nothing for you. What's wrong with you? What's going on, everyone, and welcome to The Reformatory, the podcast for the local church and by the local church, and we are your local churchmen. My name is Josh, and I'm here, as always, with my comrade-in-arms, Captain Jack Sauce. What's up, baby? Man, it's it's now a new... It's not Jack Daddy. <laughs> we have it's, to it's we have Jack to keep sauce. it fresh, man. It's something you know. Yeah, any any time I can think of something new, that's what we're gonna do. All right, that's how it's, that, that. it's just, it's just it's how like, it's gonna what, be. What does that even mean? Never mind what it means. It gets I don't know. It gets the people going. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Never mind what it means. Don't dig into it too deep. Doesn't really matter. Just accept it. Accept it and move on. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, dude. How you doing, man? Good. It's uh, it's it, man. It's been breezy these last over the weekend. Yeah. Yep. Shoot, it's been a little bit. PNW has been usual. stormy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. S- uh, Sunday it was yep, like super. Sure. It was it was down like it was like absolutely like raining cats and dogs in like Tacoma on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So it was. Yeah. It was nuts. Yeah. Yeah. We were coming back. Uh, my wife and I were coming back from the lounge, and it was literally like a black wall of clouds. It looks like we were driving into Mordor. Like it was just insane. <laughs> yeah. Oh my insane. Gosh. Yeah. But uh, uh, yes. Jack, we're back. We're doing radio, man. We You're getting ready to go on uh, paternity leave. Um, yeah. How? Like what? How? What are we timeline now? We're T minus how many? How many? How many days? Till your wife has a baby? Uh, six or seven. Somewhere around there, it's within yeah, like days. Are, but then, we're right there. But then, on top of that, we don't know if he's going to be on time. If he's going to wait another week to hang out, that's right. So, that's right. We'll, well, well, if he's your son, he's going to be late. <laughs> I would happen. say, I would say he's going to be a couple. I would say he's going to be maybe one or two days late. That's just me, though. That's my it's prediction. Probably going to happen. Yeah. That makes sense. This is like how this is it's like a, how we it's rate a fair movies, prediction. right? <laughs> we go in it there. Is. We, it we, is. We, it is. Well, we put up we put up our predictions, and then we either get let down or yeah, 
it remains the same. So, right, right, and we have a lot to talk about on that front with uh, the Flash because you and I went and saw the Flash. But yeah. if people want to hear that, they're going to have to head on over to Patreon to hear Jack That's and I's crazy. thoughts on the Flash because we have thoughts. We have oh, yeah, thoughts we on the Flash, uh, and other people have thoughts head on too. Over to Patreon to hear those. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. A lot of people have thoughts. <laughs> yeah, 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 or or not a lot of people have thoughts, depending on how you want to how you want to you want to look at it. Yeah, right. yeah. But uh, Jack, before we get into our topic today, man, why don't you give us the reformatory cigar of the week? What do you have for us? So we are continuing on our warped tour uh, mm-hmm. with warped cigars. So deep cut for all my uh, millennial people that know what the warped tour is. And even Gen Xers. Um, So we are continuing on this Warped Tour uh, of the Warped Cigar brand aligned with uh, Maestro del Tiempo. Maestro Mm. del Tiempo is the cigar. It is a... Maestro. Yes. It is a Lonsdale. It is a Puro Nicaraguan. No shortage, no change really there from what we usually do. Um, has a couple mm. different, I would say, Corojo blends. So actually, it's not, I wouldn't say Corojo blends. So there's a dip, different Nicaraguan fillers in there, meaning that there's Corojo, I think, okay. 98 or 99, and then there's Carrillo, 98 or 99 in there. And so that basically impacts the, uh, the flavor, which is, it's kind of, it starts off kind of woodsy and herbal, at first, okay. and then um, yeah. it starts to pick up with some earthiness and some chocolate and some kind of almonds and nut kind of flavor. Um, MSRP anywhere from about nine fifty to ten fifty, so nine dollars fifty cents to ten dollars fifty cents uh, is pretty good for Not a bad. Lonsdale, I would say. Um, it's been rated probably consistently anywhere between uh, 85 and 92. So, okay. I would say that's a pretty wow. decent cigar rating. So, anyway. Yeah. There it is. I love it's, it. Uh, I love it, dude. Good, well, hey. Yeah. That's awesome. It was a good burn. It was a good burn. Um, really didn't have any issues with the burn. Really didn't have any issues with anything on this cigar. It was just really good. Okay. Um, and Warped continues okay. its line of good cigars. So there you go. There it goes. Uh, what's it called again? The Maestro del Tiempo. Nice. I like it. All right. Well, the Maestro yeah. del Tiempo by Warped Cigars. That is the reformatory cigar of the week. And my friends, you know what to do. Go and smoke. To the glory of God. All right, Jack. Well, uh, one more piece of business, my friend, before we hop into our topic today. We have a shout out that we need to do. We have a vow that we must make right. Uh, We have had another uh, very, very faithful listener join the ranks of the reformatory. They have joined the podluck, they've come into the doors. And they're getting that sweet, sweet, exclusive content. We are shouting out today. Uh, I'm going to try to say this name right. And I apologize in (laughs) advance if I get it wrong. I believe it is Latume Vea. 
I think that's how you say it. It's okay. a cool name. I just am am pretty dumb. So <laughs> Latume Vea, you have uh, joined the Podluck, and we mm. thank you for your five dollar holla. We thank you for joining the Reformatory. Thank you for supporting us. We hope that you enjoy that uh, amazing exclusive content. And our vow has been fulfilled, and your name has been hallowed has been through ha- the halls of the podcast. It has been hallowed, sir. It has been hallowed. So. Yes, it has. It has been hallowed. We thank you for your patronage, my friend. <laughs> All right. Time to get into the topic today, Jack. Uh, this is a topic that you threw over to us, and I thought it was a really, really good one. Uh, we're going to talk about today the importance of being discerning when it comes to who you allow uh, yourself to be influenced by. Right, and we're talking uh, people that you can listen to, people that you can read, people that you can be around. Right, I think we are faced with very unique challenges. Uh, I don't know if they're unique challenges, but I think I think they manifest themselves in unique ways due to technology, due to especially social media, to where now um, all it takes is an email and a you know weak to medium password to get an account and your voice can be heard by thousands, sometimes millions of people, right? Yeah. Uh, Social media has really changed the landscape on what it's like uh, to, to have a platform, right? And now individuals who I, I would, I would attest before social media would not have had the platform that they do now have platforms because Mm -hmm. of how social media works. Right. Yeah. Um, And it requires a great level of discernment by Christians when it comes to who you click follow on, who you listen to, who you read, who you allow yourself to be influenced by. Right. Because we're all going to be discipled by something. And it's very important that we as Christians know and and, and take t- take great care to know that the people that we are allowing to disciple us um, are doing so in a right and godly and biblical way. Uh, because there are so many people out there these days that have massive platforms for one reason or another, you know, are claiming to be to be <clears throat> preaching biblical truth and just frankly aren't. Right. Or, uh, you know, you know, maybe maybe some of the things they say are right, but the way that they are saying it is just massively unhelpful and it just adds poison to the medicine. Right. So, again, it comes down to discernment. Right. And this is something that you wanted to talk about. And I think it's a fantastic topic, especially for today and today's day and age. Uh, So I'm going to throw it over to you first, Jack. You know, when you when you were kind of thinking through this topic today and and wanting to wanting to talk about it, share share with us some of your initial uh, some of your initial thoughts. Yeah, I think that when I first started to when Josh and I first started to talk about this, uh, I (laughs) I originally started to talk about this because I think people have the right intentions but maybe mm. some mixed motives when it comes to mm. helping local churches sometimes. So why I say that is because there are people that have been on social media for whatever reason. They've made meme pages. They've done this. They've done that. Some of them have been extremely helpful. I would say that there's a good few pages that I follow that are extremely helpful, right? And then there's some 
pages and there's some people that come across as just like, I've hit my peak. And so now I have to rebrand mm. myself. And in order to rebrand oh, myself, yes, I'm re-brand. going to, I am going to rebrand myself as a guru of the church. I have this figured out, right? Okay. I have a monopoly on how to do things right in the local church or in your church. So hit the hit the bell and subscribe. <laughs> um, so sure, sure. I mean, I think that that that's kind of I I don't know if that's a dangerous precedent, but you're doing things in a way in which you're saying to local churches not so much about how you care about how they do things in their local church and encouraging maybe like their elders or their leaders, but you're basically saying, I can be your teacher, to which we would say, that's not very biblical in how we look at how local churches structure themselves, right? We don't look at gurus Mm. to basically fix our local churches. Like we look at our elders and then on top of it, we look to, well, first we look to God, <laughs> right? We look to our triune God right. to make sure that, hey, like what are we blind to right now that we need to focus in on? Mm-hmm. Um, what do we need to take stock of? Like, I feel like there's, and and I guess it's because we're in the American church, the North American church, where it's very easy. If you have a problem, just go out to the marketplace and somebody will fix it for you, you know? And it's just like, guys, yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is, well, this I is mean, not how stuff live, happens. <laughs> we live in the age of Google. Yeah. You know, like we live in the age of Google where everything's so accessible. And if you want an answer to some either theological problem that you have or something that you're wrestling with or something like that, it's so much easier to go to the loud voices that you are aware of online uh, versus the individuals that God has placed in your life for that exact purpose. And that's your pastors primarily, but then your brothers and sisters in your local church, right? That is one of the primary reasons God has given us a church family is to be there for us when we have those questions or when we're, when we have those struggles uh, and, and we're looking for some encouragement, we're looking for conviction, we're looking for answers. It always saddens me when I hear folks talk about how you know their their response or their reaction to those hard times is to go online right and to go kind of seek out the wisdom of individuals that you know might have good things to say right and might might be being used by god in 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 good ways but at the end of the day don't know you and aren't part of your life yeah. and can't take those truths that you're th- that that they're speaking and apply them specifically to your situation which is what which is which is the entire point right that's the entire point of having someone in your life to do that is how does these spiritual truths apply to me right how do i take these truths in the word of god and as my life is then changed by them, right? And you don't get the you don't get that level of care that you need online. And I think to your point, Jack, there are too many individuals out there right now with I think good intentions pos- probably at the core, 
but I think a massively <clears throat> incorrect understanding of of how this works, how this is yeah. supposed to work, right? Yeah. If God has given you a burden, you know, to serve people in this way, it should be primarily through your local church, right? Yeah, I mean that's the whole point. That's that, again, that's the whole reason for 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 this podcast here, right? If 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 neither of us were engaged in our local church to the degree that we were, I I I I would ask the Lord to just end the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> because, pretty much. <laughs> because it, you know, you know, you know, it, it, yeah, you know, because if yeah. you're saying one thing, but you're not doing the, but 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 you're not putting it into practice, you know, you're not you're not really believing it, right? And yeah. and. And ultimately, the local church has to come first. It has to come before your podcast. It has to come before your blog. It has to come before your platform. And if one of those things has to go, it has to be. It 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 can't be the local church at the end of the day, right? So, I'm with you, man. Like I think, I think there's a lot of a lot of good stuff out there. And I do like I'm not I'm not like I'm not one of the naysayer guys. It's like oh, the internet is the absolute worst thing. Like I think, I think there has been great benefit that has come from it and there's great encouragement that can be found but we have to be very careful what place we give it in our hearts yeah and i think another thing that comes alongside this that i don't think was helpful within the last 20 or so odd years of evangelicalism in north america was kind of Mm. younger guys thinking that they could come into the local church and they could run it, and they could do it better than anybody else, and then they could tell other churches how they <laughs> could benefit from their wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, that's that's what I see in a lot of, and and it still happens. Mm. Younger guys still do this. Like they think that they're because, like, just because you become a part of a mega church and you have a platform, right. and your pastor may be well known within North American evangelicalism, and you've been doing quote unquote. Operate under our Lord's Day service operations for the last like five years, right? Which means you're just you're you're a glorified (laughs) camera guy, like 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 you've just been on the media team for three years and now just got your first shot on stage giving announcements, and now it's like, oh, I'm the guy. I've got a lot to say. Like (laughs) I that was really cynical. That was that was really cynical. Yeah. I mean, I hate to tell you this, but it's like you don't have everything figured out, guy. Like, let's be honest about this. Like, no, you don't. I can I can go to our deacons, who there's a there's actually quite a good mix of age range in our deacons at my local church, Mm -hmm. and I can talk about. um, We have older deacons. We have younger deacons. Right. And they have different mm-hmm. perspectives and they have different ways in which we can go about doing things doing things within the local church. And I feel like people just want to make it complicated so they can make money off of it. Like this is not complicated, mm-hmm. guys. Sure. Like like being like having a Lord's Day service, you can make it complicated if you want to, or you could just make it very biblically simplistic. And have a liturgy, yeah, and then go off of that liturgy, yeah, and then just keep doing that. Yeah. Like there isn't like, I what think a novel that people, idea. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, I think that people just want to take and continue to use the megachurch model to make money for them, 
And I feel like that yeah. is not the future of the local church in the in North America. I just don't think that's it. So No, 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 I don't think it is either, man. And I think it's it's uh I think part of the issue here and it ties into what you're saying is I think there are too many too many people coming on the scene both 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 guys and gals trying to be trying to be the next spiritual the spiritual <laughs> you know um, um, innovator right yeah. right and 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 they they have come up with a system that's never been done and they want to be novel right and they want to be they want to be edgy and and they want they want to show how how their method, their ways of doing things, their ideas have never been tried before, right? And and it's 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 always ironic to me that that usually, not always, but usually goes hand in hand with being young, both in age and in yeah. ministerial experience. Right. Yeah. And it's 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 akin to I mean, <laughs> it's akin to the married couple who's been married, you know, a year and a half giving yeah. marriage advice. <laughs> right. It's it's akin. It's akin to the guy. It's akin to the guy who's, you know, his oldest kid is like two and he's given like parenting advice. <laughs> right. And it's just like, come on, man. Come on, guys. Like, it's yeah. just this. Y- y- you aren't here yet. Right. Yeah. And again. I, I, I know the verse, do not despise someone be, because of their youth, and that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. I am not saying that youth automatically equals immaturity, because I know many, many old guys who have been in oh, ministry yeah. a lot longer than I have oh, yeah. that are massively immature. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> right? Massively. <laughs> right? So it is not a one-to-one equation. Yeah. However... It we have to be very careful as Christians to be discerning when it comes to these very passionate, very charismatic figures that we see online that are gaining these large followings because of the things that they are saying and the ways that they are saying them. Because at the at the end of the day, man, like the I I don't believe that a following equals quality. I yeah. don't. I think it can. Yeah. I think it can be a sign that what that person is saying is 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 good and they have a following because what they're saying is good. But I think too many Christians equate those two things and think, oh, this person's got a lot of followings, you know, on Twitter or, you know, they've got a really successful blog. Therefore what they're saying must be really, really good. So I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna I'm going to make make them a part of my life and sit at their feet, right? Yeah. yeah. And there ha- dude, the adjudication process has to be much more severe than that, right? Mm-hmm. And it, one step, I will say this, Jack, and then I'll throw it over to you again. One step that is often just completely missed, completely skipped when we're looking at these individuals online is take these individuals to your pastors and ask what they think about them. Yeah. There are too many Christians, even, even Christians that are committed to their local church that are going spiritual lone wolf when trying to just trying to discern, you know, who to listen to and who to follow. Right. It doesn't matter what, Mm -hmm. what, where you are in the church, whether you're a member, whether you're a deacon or whether you're a pastor, like we need the wisdom of other people around us. Right. And if you're going to go all lone wolf, just being like, hey, you know, like my adjudication is enough. 
you're gonna run into <laughs> trouble, and that's yeah. like too. I I've seen it too many times. I've seen it too many times, Jack. Both in my own churches, as well as in the churches of others, where th- where members of the church, unbeknownst to the pastors, right, are being changed spiritually because of who they were listening to outside of the doors of the church. Yeah. And it's under the nose of the pastor. Mm-hmm. And there's no communication there whatsoever. And then all of a sudden, boom, it explodes. And these people turn out like like the conversations happen and it is just it is just all all hell breaks loose because these people have been being discipled and allowing themselves to be discipled by someone who's not their pastor. And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah. wait, you believe what? Wait, 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 yeah. hold on, hold on. You 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 think you think what? You're leaving the church because why? Right? And it's just it's just not healthy. It's it's yeah. it's it's not a healthy thing. And we need to we need to realize that and be very discerning and very open with who we are allowing ourselves to be discipled by, especially when it's outside of the doors of our church. Yeah. I mean, that was the that was the challenge in this last couple of years that we just went through. People were listening oh, to Dude, yes it was. <laughs> People I I feel like here's the thing. Like and this is what happened I think when I left my the church that we used to belong to and we joined and became members of a different church. Part of it was you had and and it really comes down to church polity too and just how you run your church to some degree because mm-hmm. uh, if you if you have a mob rule in your church that is not going to help out anybody and if you're just pressed no, by your no. members because of hearsay and because of um you know anecdotes that's not helping the conversation move forward what should help the conversation move forward, making decisions like we went through this last two, three years, is you having membership meetings and sitting down and getting to business with the family of the church, the local church that you're a part of, and talking about it. Like, just living in silos, like, didn't help us out at all. <laughs> so no, why why are we going to take that faulty method and then try to adjudicate ways that can quote unquote benefit the church through like these people that are trying to be literally trying to be like apostles. Like basically mm-hmm. come listen to me. I know the secret. Like it's, I don't want to say, uh, I don't want to say like Gnosticism, but in a sense it's like, come listen to me. I have the secret sauce. I have this secret knowledge to how to, reform your church and make it better and stuff like that. It's like, no, you don't. <laughs> you just don't, man. Well, it's like, like, it's like, it's like all those guys. It's like all those guys <laughs> that you see on Instagram and like, like the YouTube ads that it's like, want to lose weight fast. It's not cardio. It's not exercise. Follow me, you know, watch my two yeah. hour presentation and pay, you know, $78 for me to tell you my method for losing weight fast. Oh, you know, it's that man. one guy who's like, you think it's cardio. It's not cardio. Stop running. And it's just like, like, that's what it's like. Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah. do you want to be, you know, want to be, and do, oh, it's, there's that, 
There's that one worship guy with the weird hair that that that, oh, that goes man. around. Like, he does it. Oh, he just did communion. He's the guy that just did communion at yeah. the White House. Like him and his yeah. him and his wife it's just like pulled out building. like the like the freaking COVID communion cups, and they're like taking <laughs> communion by themselves in the like. He's the guy I'm talking about. I forget his name, but it's Sean Fuked. It's Sean something. Yeah. Fuked, yeah, knucklehead. What a knucklehead, man! Like what a knucklehead. Guy. Like um. it, it, man, he's a knucklehead. He was over there taking communion, taking communion in the DC. Man, shouldn't be listening to him. I don't know, man. He is, man. Um, yeah. And then, and then he says yeah. ridiculous. And and I mean, here's the thing too that just it, it proves my point with just him alone. He'll say stuff like what he said, yeah. like "I proclaim the blood of Jesus over this land." What are you? What does that even mean? Yeah. What are you even talking about, dude? You're not making any sense. And I feel like people somehow Gosh. they'll they'll say like they'll use Christianese language to try and basically sell yeah. you on something about how to make your local church better, and there's just nothing to that. Yeah. It, it literally goes back no, to. Having sitting like basically, there's a problem. Okay, how do we how do we deal right. with that problem in the local church? You have a members meeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you bring the you bring the members of the church together and you talk about it, and then you come up with options right. and contingency plans. And then from there, if right. you're if you're a congregationalist church, at least for the most part, you basically yeah. take it to the vote yeah. and then basically vote on what would be the next contingency for this plan. So, guys, this isn't rocket right. science, <laughs> um, and we don't yeah. need to make yeah. uh, we don't need to make a free ebook about this either. Like this, this is like free ninety nine. Okay, like literally any local yeah. church could do that <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> That's right. So, I mean, come right. on, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it it honestly like it 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 can get ridiculous, right? And yeah. Again, it it comes down it comes down to just there's just there's just I think a one of the issues that plagues the North American church specifically is just an infatuation with celebrityism, right? And we've talked about yeah. that before on the podcast. Yeah. And it's just it, it's a desire to to flock alongside someone who's popular and, you know, really hot in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just something that something we all struggle with, right? We all have to yeah. be careful with it. I know I have to be careful with it. Yeah. It's very easy to be be, you know, be captured by the by the you know the the charismatic personalities of these individuals you're like yeah you know they're a good public speaker they know how to win over a crowd right they know how to how to say these things and then sometimes like a lot of things that they're saying i'm like yeah i agree with that like that 100 percent. you know that's that's needed to be said but i can't raise them to the level of my pastors i can't even i can't raise them to the level of my brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. in my church who aren't my pastors yeah. Right, I put I put more stock into the opinions and the discernment of my brothers and sisters that are alongside me in membership than I do any of the celebrity pastors that are out there right now. Yeah, and it's for one reason and one reason only because I my brothers and sisters know me. Yeah, they walk alongside me. They have their feet under my kitchen table. We're getting we're you know we're 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 working together. We're playing together. We're crying together. We're, we're we're we have joy together. We're worshiping together. We're engaged in life together, 
and that that level of of experience that level of closeness puts them in a better position to be able to speak truth into your life than any of these other guys that are online and we have to realize that mm-hmm. and 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 then act accordingly <laughs> after realizing <laughs> it right it's yeah. it's you can you can utilize the wisdom that is out there, and yeah, there's lots of wisdom that's out there. Like I'm thankful yeah. for a lot of the resources that I am able to access because of things like social media or things like the internet, you know. But I have to be very careful yeah. in discerning what place I allow those things to take in my heart, because man, we are a factory of idols. As yes, Calvin sir. said, or it might have been Edwards. I think it was Calvin. It right? was Calvin. Like we yeah. will make an idol out of. It was Calvin. We will make an idol yeah. out of anything. Mm-hmm. We have to be very careful of that, and and come back to the local church, right? Like it's it. You're coming back to that centrality. Come back to your pastors. Come back to your brothers and sisters. Come back to that centrality, and that's what's going to keep you grounded. Right. And that's that's what's going to keep you from going off to right field and left field of listening to, you know, Fuke or whatever, you know, whatever, whatever his name is. And it's just, uh, you know, guys like that. Right. Where it's just like, good gracious, man. Like we need like a we need like a we need like a spiritual like in a local church, Steve Austin to go like open up a can of, you know, what on that that guy. (laughs) Awesome 316 says you just lost your mind. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. So good. Want to stay in communion? We need to have we need to have local church sheriffs. Now there's going to be another office made, dude. Local church sheriffs, like, oh my gosh, yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. Oh man. Which I think, oh my I gosh, think, dude. Like, I don't know. I don't know yeah. if this is true. This is totally down a rabbit trail. I don't know if this is true or not. But wasn't John yeah. Knox basically like the the bodyguard of some uh, pastor back in the day during the Reformation? Era, because didn't he used to I carry like he a was. broad I sword? Who, but but I mean, John. I'm trying to remember. Uh, well, I mean, John Knox was. I mean, he was the Scottish reformer, and yeah, yeah. Like like he he's basically told he told it was Queen Mary to take a hike. Yeah, right. Yeah. And like she, he was like a thorn in her side, and yeah, he like yeah. carried he carried around a a broadsword. Like he was he was uh, he was he was one of a kind. He was yeah, one of a kind. Metal. Yeah, it's pretty metal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty metal, baby. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Well, Jack, I think Stone Cold has sung. Yeah. Yeah. I think Stone Cold has stunned us. <laughs> so we we done been stunned. We done been stunned. I think I think Big Eva has been stunned stunned by Stone Cold now. Not Big yeah. Eva has sung. Yeah, it's right. she's been stunned. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna man. get a beer. I'm gonna get another beer. <laughs> Get out of here, man. <laughs> gonna get some tequila. Yep. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you appreciate how we can take a very uh what could have been a downer of a topic and turn it upside down yeah. and make it something worth your while and make it something focused on your local church and focused on you and how you can contribute to your local church. Uh, you can continue the conversation that Josh and I start on these different podcast episodes by engaging us on the sociables. Yes, those dumpster fires of um, 
jubilance, maybe if if you would say that. Uh, you can follow us on the the Facebook, the Metaverse, if you will. You can follow us on the Instagram. Uh, goes well with chocolate and marshmallow. Or you can follow us on everyone's favorite, the Tweaker, the Twitter, the little blue bird site, Muskerville, if you will. Um, the all the uh, Facebook, uh, yeah. the internet. <laughs> All Josh You like Seth Meyers, Stone Cold Steve Austin? Give me a heck yeah! <laughs> Josh is just gonna do Stone Cold Steve Austin impersonations for the rest of Stone this Cold episode. Steve That's right. Um, you can follow us at the tag at Reformatory Pod. Stone Cold, you can tell there's us somebody, how they there's can There's somebody get right now going, Josh, stop. Josh has stop lost it. it. Josh has shut lost up. his mind. Absolutely shut up. I paid shut five up. bucks for this. <laughs> if there's one thing I can't stand. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This listener's Josh, telling me how to, how to dole out my free content. You can tell the lovely people how they might support your Stone Cold Steve Austin impressions. <laughs> if you want to support the podcast, head on over to Patreon slash Reformatory Pod. Get yourself a beer. Get some exclusive content. All right. I'll stop. Oh, man. <laughs> I... <laughs> I just do it because I know it makes you laugh. It does. <laughs> it kills me. <laughs> oh, man. Welcome to Reformatory Pod. <laughs> All right. Well, there are there are many ways that you can support the podcast. You can head on, uh, like we said, over to Patreon. You can give us a little, uh, a little $5 holla. That would be fantastic. Uh, join the Patreon, get that sweet exclusive content that Jack and I are going to go record right after this episode. Mm, if you're nice. on Apple uh, or Spotify, give us a little rating on there. Give us a little five stars to five solos. We'd really appreciate that. And uh, maybe write us a little review. Tell us what you like about the podcast. Tell us how you found the podcast. As always, reach out to us. Let us know. Uh, let us know any topics that you'd like us to cover, stuff like that. We love opening mail. It's a really, really good time. And uh, we're going to get out of here. We're going to go record some exclusive eps uh, for our people. If you want to hear Jack and I's thoughts on the new Flash movie, well, that's where we're going right now. We're going over to talk about that. So that'll be interesting. So we thank you all for listening. And we'll catch you on the next step of the reformatory. (laughs) 